morning. A Sri Lankan cricket star is due to face court today, charged with sexually assaulting a Sydney woman while on tour for the T20 World Cup. Police say Danushka Gunatalaka met up with 29-year-old at a bar on Wednesday night and allegedly returned to her home in Rose Bay. Police will allege that whilst they were in the home, the male assaulted the female a number of times whilst performing sexual acts upon her. The batsman was arrested at a hotel just as the national team's bags were being gathered for an early morning flight home to Colombo. He's facing four counts of sexual intercourse without consent. Family and friends will celebrate the life of Queensland Rugby League player Liam Hampson in a funeral service today. The 24-year-old was on holiday in Barcelona when he fell 14 metres to his death inside a nightclub. It took more than 30 hours for authorities to find his body. Guests have been asked to wear colourful shirts and burks in Liam's honour and the funeral will be held at Redcliffe's Morton Daly Stadium. The government has compromised on its signature wages bill, putting pay rises for some of the country's lowest paid workers on the line. Political reporter Rachel Baxter is in Canberra. Morning to you, Rachel. The bill will go before Parliament this week. Good morning to you, Eddie. That's right. Debate on the bill will begin in Parliament tomorrow with a vote expected in the lower house by the end of the week. But the government has revised some of the most contentious parts of these workplace reforms. Workplace Relations Minister Tony Burke has given ground on a controversial legal change that would force businesses and employees into multi-employer bargaining against their will. The changes mean a majority of workers from each company will need to agree to take part in any action but unions are concerned it will make it harder for workers to argue for pay rises and lead to strikes and job losses. This bill is, of course, about trying to give the nation's lowest paid workers more money in their pocket. And essentially, it's part of the Albanese government's push to tackle the soaring cost of living. So Labor will want this bill passed as soon as possible. It is hoping before Christmas. But, Eddie, there's no guarantees its fate will be decided in the Senate, where some key players are concerned it is being rushed through. Thank you very much, Rachel. Sunny skies have offered a little respite for inland parts of New South Wales with residents in the flood-ravaged town of Forbes facing a huge clean-up. The Lachlan River peaked at 10.66 metres, narrowly missing the flood record of in, made in 1952. Nearly 100 warnings remain in place as water moves downstream, threatening yet more communities. Meanwhile, police have found a second body after two men trapped inside a ute were swept away by floodwaters southwest of Sydney. South Australian residents are facing a race against time with the swollen Murray River flowing much faster than anticipated. Those who live along the river have been warned to evacuate or risk being cut off for weeks. Flows are forecast to peak at 135 gigalitres a day early next month, then recede to 100 gigalitres throughout January. Locals are building makeshift levees to protect their homes. The UN's COP27 summit has opened in Egypt with a warning that the earth is now deep into the climate crisis. More than 120 world leaders are attending the summit for two weeks of climate negotiations. The latest UN report has revealed the past eight years were the hottest ever recorded. It warns the world is still wildly off track on reaching its goal of halting global warming and preventing the worst consequences of the crisis. The search for the suspected killer of Queensland woman Toy Accordingly has taken detectives to India. They believe Rajwinder Singh fled there four years ago after murdering the 24-year-old in far north Queensland. 
She was walking her dog on a beach near Cairns when she was attacked and killed. A $1 million reward for his capture has been announced as part of ongoing investigations. Six people have been seriously injured in a bus crash in the New South Wales Hunter region. It's understood at least 22 people were on board the bus when it collided with a car on the New England highway. The driver of the car and a passenger were also airlifted to hospital with spinal injuries. Police are investigating what led to the crash.